Hello and welcome to the Scottish Indie Podcast. It's actually been over a month since I last recorded, so firstly it's great to be back. And today I've got a great guest to join me as well, Lindsay Clark. Welcome along. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. Oh, it's, it's great to have you and it's totally been a, a very busy time for yourself and your music seems to be going in a, a really exciting direction. How have you been? How's the last couple of months going and you must be gearing up for a, a big end in 2021. <laughs> yeah it's well I'm not gonna lie it has been a wild couple of months. <laughs> I've just been pretty full on with releasing uh, new music and stuff um, so it's been good it's been fun Um obviously I'm doing all of it just on my own so um, in a way that's been nice because I guess it's just working to like my own timeline and setting my own deadlines for things. But um, it's also meant that I've kind of had to hold myself accountable to like, oh God, I actually need to release this album now, the album that I've been talking about. Like, I'm going to need to actually do that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like it feels exciting. It's been such a fun process. I've definitely learned a lot about just self-releasing in general but um yeah now now it's getting to the kind of terrifying part of actually having the album out the album that I've been talking about for ages to like my friends and family it's actually going to be out there so yeah it feels it feels good I'm I'm dead excited about it it's finally become real type thing where the reality sets in (laughs) yeah it's finally real (laughs) You got a generic question asked at the start of most of these episodes is for those that haven't heard your music, how would you describe your style and your sound to your last to the listeners? Oh um I would say it's kind of heartfelt, <laughs> um honest sort of I guess very like personal songs really, um that I guess are kind of fit into I guess kind of folk singer-songwriter genre kind of sad girl style (laughs) Um, but but with the songs on this album we've definitely got um, a kind of Americana country twist to them as well Um, so I would say it's kind of like traditional singer-songwriter material but I guess with like a wee twist to them Um, and you can sway along <laughs> so it's not too depressing you can kind of sway along and be sad and sway <laughs> oh, that's it. We've, we've had enough depression over the last 18 oh, months dear. or so so we can need, oh, God. We need that wee element <laughs> of happiness in there they, yeah it's like I've really tried I'm like a lot of them when you break down just the songs I'm like god it's depressing but um I think like with the production on the album uh, we've tried to kind of lift that uh, and and yeah, make it a kind of whole a whole sound, a whole kind of story to it in a way. Um, all the songs on the album definitely are part of the kind of same world, which I really like about it. Um, they all kind of fit together. They don't feel like separate songs, which is interesting because they were written all at completely different times, and it wasn't like my intention. I didn't go in thinking I'm going to write an album and um, I just wrote some songs and then thought oh 
I might do something with them. So, um, yeah, it feels nice that they, it's all kind of came together nicely. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for, for people to hear, <laughs> hear what it sounds like. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to, to be able to, to listen to the album and the press kit that came along with it, it, it was almost like you're taking the listener on a bit of a journey and, as you say, kind of telling a story all the way through, which I think is a very intelligent and a very different way to, to present your work. Yeah, so was that just that... something that came about subconsciously, really? Yeah, I think, like, it definitely didn't feel like a kind of try-hard sort of intentional thing. Um I think I just was so aware that this, this, the whole process really of making the album and the songs themselves are really quite personal. Uh, and I thought that when I was sending the album out to people, I just thought this is like my opportunity to actually talk a wee bit about like the process and a wee bit about the songs and kind of invite people into the sort of thinking behind the album and into that world. Um, so it felt more natural to go down that route of, of kind of oversharing in a way uh, through the press kit. Uh, that felt more natural to me than to uh, kind of send it out in like a very professional uh, sort of industry standard way. Uh, this felt more uh, authentic, I guess, to me. And I think because it is obviously, I'm, I'm unsigned, I'm just doing this on my own. I just thought, well, I want to, to kind of, for people reading about it and for people listening, I want them to kind of get get in the same zone that I was in when I was making the album. Um, so it was actually really nice doing that. It felt quite cathartic to sit and think about what the songs are actually about and to reflect on the process and even just to think like what is this album like what is the album about you know it's funny how you just I've just brought these songs together and now I'm like okay like if, if I was listening to this as a whole like what would I want the main sort of like takeaway to be from it um so yeah that was actually quite fun I'm glad that you that you picked up on that or you enjoyed it <laughs> so scary it's, when you're sending it out <laughs> it's, it's something a bit different because been lucky enough to have quite a range of, of people on here and some people kind of prefer the listener to almost draw their own conclusions from what, <laughs> yeah. what the lyrics are meaning but, mm -hmm. but you've kind of laid it out on the line and, and possibly it stops people making assumptions and drawing their own conclusions <laughs> but uh, yeah I, th so I thought that funny. was really interesting the, the other yeah. thing that I, I took from the press kit um, and this is maybe more important than anything we've talked about so far. Your friends okay. discovering your singing talents when you were doing the dishes on a trip to Sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how it all started. It sounds like sometimes I cringe when I think about that story because it sounds so cheesy, but I swear it wasn't cheesy. I swear I wasn't like belting out the tunes <laughs> and not picking up on the vibe. Uh, while on holiday uh, yeah like that was it's nice to think about that though because that was definitely the moment that I realized oh maybe I can sing and maybe I should do something with this up until then I'd just been like really into music and just loved just loved music <laughs> and 
I think when I actually started to kind of sing and it just took that like one person to be like oh shit you've, I like your voice can you sing again uh, and then obviously I was like ah no it's embarrassing and then as the trip went on had like a couple of pints and was like oh, okay fuck it <laughs> um, so yeah that was kind of how I, I guess I started to even think of myself as a singer um but yeah, that was funny what you're saying about wanting people to, like, <laughs> normally I think with my songs, I'm like, oh, it's open to interpretation. Like, I want people to, like, make their own assumptions about the songs. But that's so funny that I, ha I have basically been like, this is what it's about. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's true. I think I've got, like, a bit of a thing with that in general. Like, I'm always, like, quite aware of, like, oh, I hope that that person knows what I was meaning with that. And, like, I can kind of overthink situations like that. So I probably use the, the sending the press kit out as an opportunity to be like, and this is what it means. <laughs> so that's funny, yeah. But obviously I would love if people take their own I, I would love if people have their own meanings and you know take make it kind of work for for them that's like I guess the kind of the dream as a songwriter is for your songs to be relatable to other people so it doesn't feel as sort of self-indulgent <laughs> it avoids the the need for stupid questions as well though because there's been times where I've asked people <laughs> does such and such mean that and they go yeah that's exactly what it meant other times you're absolutely miles off it mm -hmm. and you feel like you've absolutely embarrassed yourself and the conversation just dies a death for the next 20 minutes uh -huh. while you try and recover from the embarrassment. So. No, oh, no <laughs> way. Because I, I think as well, I don't know, I, I imagine a lot of other songwriters think this as well, but for me, I don't know what a lot of the songs are really about until... Uh, that they're written and then I can kind of look back sometimes it's so obvious I'll think oh I was going through that at the time that's obviously what that song was about but it's quite rare like I, I never sit down and think I'm going to write a song about this uh, I just kind of see what comes out and then go with it and then it'll be afterwards like I guess with having to do things like you know sending press kits out and people asking what's that song about that's when I actually think oh okay what is it about so I don't know I, I know I can see how that would maybe be embarrassing <laughs> if you're if you're a way off but also like who knows maybe the person's like I, to be honest I don't even know I don't know <laughs> I wouldn't be embarrassed about it I would just like the fact that you've listened to a song and thought I wonder if that's what it's about is is like such a compliment I think so uh, own it <laughs> I, I, well thank you I feel a lot better that's <laughs> episode 19 and I've finally now got over my embarrassment so that's, uh... <laughs> that's <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> you've made some some big calls since pursuing your dream of, of becoming a musician leaving full-time work and, and career, mm. uh, pursuing the career full-time was there a bit of a trepidation in that decision because it's obviously a, a huge step and a, mm -hmm. a degree of risk involved in it as well. Yeah, I think <laughs> with everything in my life, there's always uh, going to be loads of indecisiveness and questioning whether I've done the right thing and stuff. So there was a lot of that um, 
Yeah, like I think I just got to a weird point. Um, I'd been quite focused on like my career and just working on that side of things. Uh, I was doing like charity work at the time uh, for mental health services for young people. And um, I just was like striving to have that sort of work-life balance or just to try and keep the music thing going and it just wasn't happening for me I just felt like I was going to work and I was just drained and I had no energy to write songs and I just felt like that sort of I guess percentage of my life was just not being prioritized and it was really like getting me down and I just thought man like this is what I'm actually passionate about and it's what I'm spending the least time doing uh, and I just I think I just wasn't happy in my job and thought I'm going to quit I'm going to like move back home and I'm going to do like the songwriting masters at uni um, and that gives me like a year to just focus on songwriting um, and it was definitely scary and I definitely felt like I was taking a lot of kind of steps back the way I guess um, of moving back in with my mum and uh, obviously going back to like being a student and stuff but I felt like I'm well I'm obviously I'm so glad I've done that now because I got the album out of that course and um, that was kind of like part of the writing stage of the album um, so I'm so glad I've done that but yeah it was risky like and uh, it's funny you just always it's like the kind of grass is greener sort of thing because Obviously, with that, okay, I had all this time to be writing songs, but I was skint, and uh, just there's just other stresses that kind of come in. So, um, since like graduating, I've like I now have like a part time job, and um, I think that's something that I'm just always kind of seeking. I'm just trying to find that balance of like having a sort of stable <laughs> income and something that can not allow for the music to become this sort of pressure and money making thing uh, and to keep that as like just a passion and something that is just for sort of creating um but also not letting the kind of job overtake that it's it's just hard it's hard and then obviously over lockdown like that just made things difficult um for just working from home and uh yeah but then again that's when I ended up recording the album so yeah like kind of taking some risks and so far it's paid off and I think that that's why with this album um I have been trying to just push it I think and it's been really hard because um obviously I've got like I've got Bovine who's the producer of the album who's been like an amazing support but um Apart from that, I've kind of just been doing it all on my own. And I think naturally I kind of have little kind of self-doubt moments. And it's been, a, it feels like it's been a big process of just having to keep powering through and having to just kind of like believe in the, the songs and believe in like this is worth this sort of, all this admin and all this stress and kind of that vulnerable feeling of like I'm putting myself out there and what if people don't like it and um, so it sounds like I'm being really dramatic but I think I'm just 
hoping that come the 5th of November when the album's out that I will feel like a big weight off my shoulders but I'm hoping that I'll also just feel quite proud of myself um, of just oh man I actually done that uh, and I kept going and I didn't let like the sort of inner <laughs> inner demons overtake and just get myself overwhelmed and you know um, so I, I think just because of obviously sorry I'm like totally oversharing but I think just like with the backstory of quitting my job and going to uni and stuff I think that's all just been sort of motivation for me to just keep going with this and be like I just need to get this out it'll feel kind of like closure in a way um god so I've been so deep I'm so sorry uh <laughs> No, that, that's, that, that's, what make, that's certainly what makes a, a good guess. And I, I, I guess the, the kind of overriding sentiment there is that sometimes you do need to take a few steps backwards mm, to, yeah. to eventually go forwards. You, you've taken these risks. You've put yourself under a bit of financial strain and everything else. But it, by this time next month, you'll have had an album out for a week. So oh. it's... Uh, oh, God. Don't, that's too soon. No, I know. Stay positive, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it'll feel it'll feel good. I'm worried that I'm gonna have some sort of like meltdown or something just <laughs> just because it's been such a process. <laughs> but um yeah. No, it feel it feels good. I'm looking forward to it. The, the other part of your career, and, and right up till to this year, uh, yeah. you were also part of Drift with Andrew mm-hmm. Quinn, and mm-hmm. and that's another band that received a great deal of critical acclaim. Is that something that there's plans to to continue with further down the line? Absolutely, yeah, it definitely is, and um, I feel bad because obviously I've been really in the zone with this album, but. Um, we have like loads of songs, we've written songs, um, we've got plans to uh, work on like more releases together. So no, definitely. And um, it'll be so nice to go back to collaborating with someone and for it to feel like, those, I guess, just to be part of a band. Um, it's just a different, I guess it's just the whole writing process and everything is just different. I uh, feel a little less lonely and I feel like I can kind of feel a wee bit more positive about it. I think because it is a collaboration and I really believe in Andrew's like crazy talents. Um, it just feels like more comfortable and also just fun. It feels fun to, to be like, ah, yes, this song sounds great. Uh, whereas when it's just your own stuff, you're like, oh, is this even good? <laughs> so that's probably why when I collaborated with Bovine on the production of the album it was so good to have someone to like bounce ideas off of so no like drift stuff definitely like looking forward to getting back into releasing and gigging and yeah definitely missing that that side of musical things just now mentioned bovine a couple of times already (laughs) he he seems like he almost kind of broadened your musical horizons (laughs) even further you were you were still doing the songwriting masters, but it seems that that kind of advice and that bit of genius kind of just spurs you on a wee bit more. Oh my God, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I feel everyone that knows 
this process and stuff knows how much of a just like a massive fan um of him as just like a person and yeah he's like a genius is the word genius is the word uh that's honestly was the turning point I think for the album well it was because I had all these kind of unwritten half written songs um didn't really know what to do with the recording I'd, I'd done like a demo album just on garage band uh um, I kind of knew what I roughly wanted the sound of the album to be like, um, but it really wasn't until he kind of swooped in and yeah, just totally changed the whole direction of the album in such a positive way. And I think I really needed that sort of like reassurance at that point and just for someone to like believe in the songs. And um, I think it just worked really well because I'm not like a super technical person eh? and I kind of go off of vibes a lot when I'm talking about like what I want the song to sound like um, and a lot of the time when we were working on songs like we didn't even really need to communicate like what do we want it to sound like a lot of the time it would just kind of like align or he would send back like an idea and I'd be like immediately just like yeah that's exactly what I wanted it to sound like it was so great um, so yeah, that was, I've definitely got a lot to kind of owe to him for just the album even being a thing. Um, and yeah, it's, I think that's something I've learned as well is just that I think collaborating with people is important to me. Uh, and I didn't realise how much I, like, it just helps with the process really. Um, you can only kind of do so much on your own before you you sort of get so involved in your own sort of thoughts in your own processes that it can actually hinder it a wee bit sometimes you need to kind of mix it up and just to have a sort of fresh pair of ears listening uh, so yeah been it's been an absolute joy uh, working with him uh, and yeah it's I feel really proud of what we've what we've made together and it's as we've, we've touched upon it's not long until Everyone else will be able to hear it as well. The 5th of November, mm -hmm. all I have now comes out. And maybe even more exciting than that, this is now a time where you can get out and you can play these songs to audiences, which is a luxury we've mm. not had for the last year and a half. So it's a, an exciting time for the industry as a whole because it does yeah. feel like things are getting back to touch food and normal. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um... Yeah, that's, I think it doesn't feel like complete until, well, I think until people hear the songs, that's just like part of the, even the writing process, the songs that, okay, I've got this album just now and I'm like, oh, the album, the album, but it doesn't feel like a real thing until it's out there. And then I think the final part of that, as you said, is actually being able to play them live. Um, I think that'll be such a, amazing moment actually to it would just feel like a such a kind of full circle moment to think about recording like during lockdown just like in my bedroom to actually playing them in front of people um and yeah you're right like even just going to gigs like as a hunter like it's been I feel like I've just appreciated it so much more uh, and yeah I think it's it's just like an important part of it and yeah I can't I can't wait I'm scared but also I'm looking forward to it. What's the feeling about 
when you you hit that button on the the fourth, I know you're not going to be pressing a big button, no. but the fifth uh, November, it's it's out there. It's it's available for everyone to listen to at that point, and then you're kind of sitting waiting on your feedback. Is that? I'm the climax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's horrible. It's that's like it is always a bit of a not an anticlimax, but it's always <laughs> it's funny because I'm actually really aware of that uh, of like. <laughs> just making sure that I've got like a wee fun day planned or something so that I'm not just like sitting in my flat like oh okay that's that out there <laughs> um yeah it's weird I, I usually like when I like posts about that's my single out or whatever normally will involve like a kind of ah! <laughs> a wee verbal scream Normally, like, I run away from my phone for a wee bit and stuff. Like, I'm a bit of a weirdo and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, I think when it's blooming album day, I'll just be like, oh, God, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I've like, absolutely no experience of, of anything like that. But even, like, in a, <laughs> in a smaller scale, putting out these podcasts, I can remember, especially the first couple, mm, where you're thinking... Yeah. Everyone's just going to think, who is this guy? And you're kind of waiting for, for any bit of feedback. No. And then, then you remember that you've not really promoted it very well either. And there's only about three <laughs> people listening. So it's kind of, it's a slow burner to get up to this point, that's for sure. But uh, they, that that's quite unnerving. So I, I can imagine it's tenfold with, oh. with the release of your own work that you've, you've essentially slaved over for <laughs> well over a year. It's... Uh, but again, exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. I know, I know. I'm like, oh God, speaking out here. The, um, yeah, like, it is a, it's always scary, but I think that's when, like, people that have taken the time to actually write a review on my songs just seems always is so wild to me that somebody has actually taken time to, like, listen to the song and think, what is this about? Or pick out their favourite parts or um and that is definitely up there of one of my like favourite things about releasing music is like reading the reviews um or just the sort of support I've had has been so incredible and um I always feel like it's I never feel satisfied with like saying oh my goodness thank you so much this is so nice it just doesn't feel like enough um so I think like especially sort of local support that I've got uh, from you know blogs or um like press and stuff it just feels I'm always just so grateful for that like it's and I think it takes away that fear of like oh what are people going to think or um it's the sort of almost like oh why why am I doing this you know it gets rid of that because when you hear some nice words you're like oh wow this is like amazing and feel really grateful that uh, I get like it's quite a unique experience to like put something out there and to have someone else write about it It just it's it's scary obviously you feel quite exposed in that but um, that's testimony to the quality of the stuff that you're doing though that uh, that's something that you, I, I guess will grow with time but you when people aren't uh, 
people aren't writing positive reviews just for the, the good of their health. It is because the the work that you're producing is, is capturing the imagination of people and it's it's making a difference to people, which oh. that's that's can only be overwhelming, I guess. <laughs> and uh, but it, it's a massive thing. No, that's nice. That's nice to hear. Yeah, like maybe I'll maybe I'll get more used <laughs> more used to it once the album drops. But <laughs> yeah, like it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so nice. It's so nice, and I yeah feel grateful for it. In fact, the first person that um I kind of like the first person that responded to like me sending the album out was so nice, so nice, and um it just like totally eradicated any sort of fears of like oh what are people going to think it just takes like that one person to be like oh that sounds great or oh this is my favorite song to um to just like really chill you out and yeah it's 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 very heartwarming (laughs) have you set yourself any targets following the release of the album is is there anything that you've kind of I've definitely not consciously thought of that. And maybe that's something that I should do. Eh? Like I should have like goals and stuff of like I think my goal was like get this album out. <laughs> so like that's as far as I've, I've thought about things for now. Um I think it would probably mo- be more on a sort of personal uh, level of just like keeping up the writing process because it's funny like during the sort of release um of the first couple of singles I've been writing loads I've, I can't stop writing I'm in like a weird creative flow just now that is very rare <laughs> it doesn't often happen normally I'll need to, um you know I get bad writer's block and stuff like that but um I'm in like a creative flow just now so I can't stop writing songs um so I think uh, now that I've been through this process, I know that I've got someone that I can record with and I know that I can record from home. And um, I think that will be the goal will just be to keep that going and like to keep keep this sort of the, the pace up and not overthink things. And yeah, I think, I think that, that my goal will be like to just keep writing songs and keep releasing them. Um, and anything else that happens would be is just like a bonus really uh, and yeah probably working on like the live set and getting out gigging and stuff like that will be up there as well um, but I've not I've not really thought um, <clears throat> as far as that yet maybe I should well, that's completely <laughs> fair and I want to touch on um, She Sings which is a brilliant initiative that you you back to tackle the, the gender gap within the music industry and it's targeted at 16 to 25 year olds now I, I've had like I said Brooke Como and uh, Sylvie who mm-hmm. have, have both talked about the frustrations by that females in music are, are quite often overlooked now there's a, a raft of, of really good female talent upcoming mm-hmm. in Scotland just now are already established in Scotland but it seems when you look at these festival lineups and and quite often, just the kind of mainstream music coverage, I think it's yeah. it's very unbalanced and yeah. it's not really improving at any rate that it should be. 
Mm-hmm. How much is this a, a frustration of yours? Um, I go through waves of feeling really frustrated by it and waves of just like <laughs> acceptance, not acceptance, but just, you know, I think that, well, I guess that sort of acceptance came about when it was, I guess, was motivation for starting She Sings because um, I used to get so annoyed and, you know, do, do some like angry tweets about it. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, well, you know, like, what can I do about it in my local area, you know? Um, and I felt like I had benefited from, obviously, I went to uni and I had that, like, support network there. And I had, like, a really um, encouraging sort of positive space to try and develop my sound as a songwriter and to be vulnerable and try ideas and you know to kind of figure out what like my identity was going to be as an artist and stuff and I just was like aware that that was such a sort of life-changing moment for me to have have experienced that Um, and I wanted to sort of create a similar atmosphere uh, for like young women in Paisley um, to, to basically just come together and share ideas or um, like kind of develop songwriting skills uh, together with like uh, without it being a sort of formal setting. Um, so I think the frustration kind of changed into motivation in a way. Um, and I just felt a wee bit more at peace with it once I felt like I was taking action. Um, but yeah, like you're right, like it doesn't seem to be making much process, uh, progress, but um, I don't know. I think I'm just, just now just feel like even if you're just writing songs and putting your like authentic self out there <laughs> um, I feel like that's enough that's you doing your bit um, and like as you said it's, it's not it's not really up to the female artists out there to be like trying to change a system that's not gonna that's already against them you know it's, it's going to take the people in that you know are putting on the festivals people that have got power to to actually change it and it's probably going to be a while and in the meantime while we're hanging about hoping that people realise that there's more out there than maybe what we're seeing and just to guess all you can do is is to keep writing songs or keep just doing your thing and trying not to be like kind of apologetic about it uh, which I definitely struggle with still but uh, think that that's just a small thing in itself and most people want to support you you know when you think about the local scene and stuff uh, it gets depressing when you think about um the sort of wider industry and all the statistics and stuff that come out of that but when I think about my own experience of just being a songwriter in Paisley I feel I've been it's it's a supportive community I think maybe just like finding that sounds really cheesy but like finding your little tribe or your community of people that can really support you through it I think it's just important if you're a woman 
sort of making music just now. Sorry, that was such a rant. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I think that the, the thing that gets me about that a wee bit is though that it almost feels mm. like um, a promoter putting on an equal amount of female acts to male acts on a festival would be seen as being mm. radical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's it's so far from from the reality of the situation, yeah. but it's just, uh, yeah, it, it can be. And I, I think that the stories that I've heard and, and listening mm. to you there, it, it, you can kind of, I completely understand the, the frustration and I wish there was more that could be done to, yeah. to do it. You're right on the, the local scene as well, because I think there's, there's so many bands and artists that I've spoken to that, that champion many female acts and female bands mm-hmm. it, it's maybe just not something that's that's went UK wide and then I'm, I'm not even thinking further yeah. <laughs> beyond that but it's uh, yeah it, my, my understanding of it is is just the, what I can get out of it is, is frustration really and yeah that's just, all it is yeah but, and it's like how you choose to channel that really uh, and I don't know, it's because you can if you if you think about it too much, it's just it's so annoying. But I think the thing that really like frustrates me the most is like I feel like saying, like, just admit that you're you know putting on these festivals. You just want to make it's a money thing, it's a money thing. You're you're tapping into like a certain audience and don't say that there's not talent out there, female talent out there. That's what always frustrates me. Like even if they just admitted that like oh well it's easy to book all these men and uh, we know that you know the tickets will sell or whatever whatever their reasons are um but just don't lie just don't say that there's not women out there it's it's like I think that's what I find most frustration frustrating about it is it's sort of like trying to deny something that's just yeah, it's, it's a very safe bet just to put Kasabian on every festival uh, every summer, but it's, uh, it's not using yeah, very much mix, imagination. Or... Mix it up a bit, come on, really? We're, we're still doing that, really? Okay. <laughs> At this point of the podcast, I ask my guest for three artists or bands uh, from oh. Scotland that the listeners may or may not have heard of. Uh, I appreciate I'm putting you on the spot. You're definitely putting me on the spot, okay. Well, let's see what you've got. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so the first one that comes to mind is my lovely, talented, amazing friend, Rachel Jack, who is from Aberdeen, and she's a singer-songwriter, and she's amazing. Um, she's not only like an incredible support for other sort of local artists, uh, she's really as a, a like cheerleader for kind of upcoming acts. <laughs> and she's been a great support to me throughout my sort of songwriting journey, but she's just so uh, talented. She's got an amazing voice. Um, so definitely check out Rachel Jack. Okay, uh, number two. Oh, I should have came prepared. Uh, who else do I love? So it's some okay. Um, right, Air of the Cursed. Um, she is phenomenal. Uh, 
she's a singer-songwriter. Um, I've played some gigs with her in the past. Um, I played one with her years ago. I think I was, honestly, I must have been like 18, 19. And I was totally blown away by her. Um, she's incredible live. And I recently played a gig with her at the Hug and Pint. And when I say that, I was like blown away. Like, <laughs> she was honestly incredible. Um, just an amazing voice, great songwriting, great stage presence. Um, and I just think she's like one to, not one to watch, that's cringe, but she's just that, she's an immense talent. Um, so if you ever get the chance to definitely see her live, um, you should because she's she's great. Um, okay, who else? <laughs> uh, third one. Oh, I'm going to feel so bad when I come off if I forgot someone obvious. Um, okay, I'm trying to think. There's so many. There's so many. I really love Lizzie Reed's stuff just now. Um, I think she's an incredible songwriter. Um, and I know that she's she's doing really well, which makes me happy because she's just offering something a wee bit different to what we've seen in the sort of Glasgow scene. Um, but, uh, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I've just gone totally mind blank. Um, I need to do a special shout out to Paisley uh, Massive, <laughs> the vegan leather as well. Um, they're like one of my all-time favourite bands. Um, and I just think that if you've not listened to uh, their stuff, then you need to because it's just so refreshing and fun. And they're just, I think they're the coolest band ever. Um, and it's just, if you're wanting something that's like a bit different from maybe a lot of the stuff that's coming out just now, um, definitely check them out. Their album, uh, Poor Girls, Broken Boys, is amazing and it'll put you in such a good mood if you're going on a walk somewhere put put that album on and you'll be you'll be you'll be uh, what, what would you be um skipping Did, along the road. Sprinting? <laughs> i was gonna say sprinting but that does that doesn't sound like a nice time you'll be you'll be hopping along the road Sorry, I was so not. I should have done my homework there. I should have came prepared. <laughs> That's the point where I realise who's listened to the podcast before and who hasn't. So there we go. Uh, I, put you out. <laughs> I did listen as well. I listened to see what the vibe was, but I must have not got that far. <laughs> <laughs> After ten minutes, you switched it off. Absolutely charming. Ah! <laughs> Caught. <laughs> <laughs> so just finally, Lindsay, at this point. I would like to thank you for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure and I would like to wish you all the best with thank the album so and going forward. Is, is there anything else you would like to, to give a wee push to uh, in the final minutes of the podcast? Just where we can find you on social media or, or buy the album, pre-order the album? <laughs> buy the album, baby. <laughs> no, uh, I've got a single coming out soon. I don't know when this will be out, so maybe the single will be out by then. Um, called Moments Gone, so you should definitely check that out. Um, and yeah, uh, social media is just Lindsay Clark, uh, Lindsay with a Z, <laughs> and uh, 
yeah I think I think just like if anyone wants to listen to the album then that would make me very happy uh, and I hope if anyone does listen that you enjoy it uh, and thanks so much for having me that was a really nice chat sorry I feel like I overshared a lot and rambled but um, no, that, that that's good. honestly the, the the best ones that we have and <laughs> uh, as I say it's uh, you can tell that your enthusiasm for you for your music is absolutely infectious and I, I think that'll okay. that'll come across to the people listening certainly so thanks again oh thank you so much You've been listening to the Scottish Indie Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, thank you and goodbye. Sharp eyes of nightly Words burn, it suits me nicely I'm drunk calling you unwisely Same old, nothing's changed It doesn't surprise me Something's missing Your greatest gift is only token